And keeping on top of that digital asset fraud is Carolyn Wright, who in her segment today, Your Money, discusses how the regulation of crypto assets may change as a result of the various scandals we've seen in the industry. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. The recent scandal over alleged misrepresentation of the crypto exchange JPEX has left a lot of investors questioning how safe their investments are with such exchanges and how they can be sure that an operator is properly regulated. I'm joined now by Alessio Quaglini, who is CEO and co-founder of the digital asset custodian Hex Trust to discuss. Thank you very much for joining me today, Alessio. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. So how much has this scandal highlighted the need for stricter rules over crypto custody, do you think? First of all, this is not the first issue that we had in the crypto industry. It's probably not going to be the last one. It was not the biggest one, but it's a sizable one. And it's here in our home territory in Hong Kong. If you're asking about custody rules, I mean, I would have to make a disclaimer here. Having a custodian, I don't think could completely prevent all kind of fraud cases. And in this case, we're talking about fraud. We're talking about an exchange taking clients' money to do something else, which is very similar to what FTX was doing. But custody rules are very important in terms of mitigating these things from happening, right? The fact that having a custodian separates, segregates the intermediary from the assets that they manage and at the same time provides that kind of transparency not only to investors to the user of the exchange but transparency to the regulators they want to understand what is going on within the platform or the exchange so i think custody would not by itself solve all the issues but it would certainly help create a more stable and fair market for consumers if put together within an overall complete framework that allows to have prudential requirements as well as all that kind of market infrastructure and platform regulation that we're used to in the traditional financial markets. Are there any other specific areas that you think regulators should be focusing on to help protect investors better? So the, the, the crypto business is not very different from the traditional finance business. I've said it several times. It's not really strange that the Hong Kong regulator focused mainly on the regulation of exchanges. Exchanges in the crypto world to date had the function of banks in the traditional financial world. We call them exchanges, but these platforms, they take retail deposits they transform the liabilities into assets and they invest these deposits to provide leverage to other clients on the same exchange, if we're lucky, to make investments or access-taking yields outside of the exchange, if we're not that lucky, or to buy mansions in the Bahamas, if we're very unlucky, right? Yes. So we need to impose, if we want to have a real regulated crypto market, we need to impose very similar prudential requirements in terms of capital and everything to financial institutions operating in the space, as well as having all the other segregation that allow us to have market integrity in terms of segregating assets from the intermediary, et cetera, et cetera. So let's focus a little bit more on crypto custody, since that's what you guys do. How might we see it evolving as a result of these kind of dents to consumer confidence around what's happening at exchanges? 
It's going to be really at the at the center, the, the main part of the equation, right? If you look at the Hong Kong regulation, for example, platforms, exchange platforms that are mandated to have a separate entity that does custody and is in the kind of independent, even though wholly owned and runs only custody while the exchange platform only does the exchange platform. So this is something that exists in Hong Kong, exists in Dubai and in all the other regulations. So I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of years, every single market that is regulated has a clear and defined role for custodians, which would allow not only on the segregation of assets, not only on all the security, so preventing all the hacks and everything, but also the thing that is the dearest thing to regulators and authorities around the world, which is AML and CTF prevention, right? It's going to be much more likely that a custodian would report transactions that are high risk to regulators because they're independent rather than the same exchange that would basically, if they were to report these transactions, that would have an impact on their business. Right. So I think custodians, they will play a very important role. And in Hong Kong, we have this kind of a little bit of strange arrangement put in place. But still, I mean, we can already see the direction that the market is going. One of the way we can possibly see the direction the market is going is when traditional institutions look towards digital assets and start adopting them. So what are you seeing in terms of, of that changing? We've been talking about institutions entering the space since actually I set up this company, right? So it's been since 2018 that I hear oh, institutions are coming, institutions are coming, they, they were never coming, right? So actually, they are entering the space now. I mean, I can say that uh, actually there is a certain clear movement of institutions uh, into the space. What does that mean? It means basically two things. The first one is that we're seeing the large asset managers, the large asset allocators, and also the large financial service providers entering the space with clear offerings, right? The ETF is a very clear example, right? So if BlackRock or Invesco Fidelity were able to provide an, a spot ETF as an investment product to the big pension funds or asset allocators, that would be a game changer because it would bring a whole amount of liquidity to the space, which we had never seen before. Right. So if you have people like BlackRock Fidelity or Invesco entering the space with an ETF, it means that the service providers in the traditional space, they will have to cater for that and they will have to start providing additional services, etc. And that would in turn make sure that all the other buy side, sell side, they will all align themselves and they will be part of the space. So this is one angle. We know about it. Everybody has heard about the ETF and everything. I think the other interesting part that is getting investors into the space is that up until today, the whole discussion was about these cryptocurrencies, are they securities or not? Even though I used to work for the regulator myself, right, the Italian SFC or SEC, and the mandate of these regulators is only to, usually they have jurisdiction only over securities. That's why that, that is the conversation, right? But it's a very uninteresting conversation, I would say. But until now, cryptocurrencies were, in most cases, I would say most jurisdictions, not seen as securities, right? Today, the thing is changing, not because cryptocurrencies are changing, but because we have a whole different asset class that is being brought onto the blockchain. So stable coins, for example, they're the first asset class that is backed by something that is not native on the blockchain. It's US dollars or treasuries in a bank account, right? The, the issuance of a token on chain. 
the first securitized treasuries and everything that have been brought to the blockchain, right? The ETFs, tokenized asset manager uh, funds and everything, they've been brought to the blockchain. So when you bring these things to the chain, then you're going to have on the same chain, within the same service providers, things that are unregulated cryptocurrencies and things that are basically tokenized versions of things that are regulated. So who can handle these transactions? Well, the same providers, the same service providers that do it in the traditional space. So as the assets evolve into something that we know much better, the traditional securities, and they start co-living with the cryptocurrencies, maybe you use a cryptocurrency to buy a securitized, tokenized treasury bond, then you will have the institutions having to make a move into the space. Great to get your insights today. Thank you for joining me, Alessio Quaglini, who is CEO and co-founder of the digital asset custodian Hex Trust. My pleasure and thanks for having me.